0: live your life boy
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the conspiracy farm where we don't start the conspiracies we just add the water and now your host of the most state-of-the-art most informed podcast on the interweb i present to you pat Militage and jeffrey wilson ladies and gentlemen
0: are you ready for war
1: yeah rear naked choke of cocker spaniel bro you don't yeah, change, bro. change the neighborhood up conspiracy farm go check it out Greetings and salutations, as always, to our faithful farmers as we get ready to get on the good foot and do the bad thing with another episode of The Conspiracy Farmers. It is always, always, always so great to be back to hollering at you guys, and it's always good to be riding with my partner in crime, UFC Hall of Famer, Pat Miletich. Patrick, how are we doing this afternoon?
0: Doing all right, brother. How are you?
1: I'm good, man. It's like 60 degrees down here in the loo. It was like sub-zero the other day, and now it's... Schizophrenic and up to sixty.
0: Climate crisis, Lewis. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's the global thing, I guess they say. But um, yeah, today is gonna be uh, just chopping it up, freestyling a little bit, just um, news stuff that's in the news. I guess you know we should probably abreast our farmers, Patrick, about the situation, if you will. Nothing bad, but just you know the beautiful. No,
0: we don't, we don't, I mean, the main thing is, is that we went from self-defense warrior, we went from conspiracy farm, then we rebranded self-defense warrior, right? Yes. Yes. And, uh, going with a solution-based program since those who are aware understand the problems and more, more problems to come, uh, undoubtedly if the World Economic Forum has their way, but, uh, that we're back to the conspiracy farm, uh, branding because people were unfamiliar and, you know, tuning in for self-defense tips, and we were giving them a little more detailed self-defense tips than they bargained for, I think.
1: Yeah, that's quite possible. That's quite possible. I mean, we do, as the kids say, like to go hard in the paint. Um, So we're going to be pubbing. um, You'll be able to find the old archived episodes of the farm and new episodes on that Podcast Network YouTube page, but – Knowing YouTube, we want to make sure we push you guys over to our Rumble page, which, uh, as of making of this episode right here, hasn't been made yet. But stay tuned; it'll be posted on the Conspiracy Farm uh, Twitter page and other stuff. So once we get that set up, we want to make sure we get you guys <coughs> over to Rumble because it's just a matter of time before YouTube does what they do and probably give us the boot and all of that. So check us out on Rumble. Check us out, obviously, on Twitter at Conspiracy Farm One and uh, i think facebook were on the conspiracy farm still knock on wood but uh yeah man what's uh, what's going on in the world brother
0: well i mean i i was on the phone with you the other day and you were panicking running around freaking out about this about this balloon in the air and and black helicopters around the st louis area
1: i saw them with my own eyes dude
0: you were you saw the balloon
1: i saw the helicopters
0: okay okay and, and what I can uh,
1: only assume was like one of those huge uh, recon planes because I'd never – I mean, obviously, I've seen 747s and where they fly. I mean, I'm near Lambert. I used to live near o- O'Hare Airport. This plane was freaking huge, and they were saying they had a couple different reconnaissance planes circling uh, not just St. Louis but Missouri. But that balloon that just seemed to waltz through most of our country uh, was right above my our head here in St. Louis. I'm here in St. Louis, and so when I got reports it's visible from St. Louis, I went out and looked. I couldn't see it, but I saw a lot of video on Twitter where they could see it, but, uh, I mean, it was just, I don't know. I I was kind of freaked out about it because it was a freaky thing, right? I don't think that's ever happened before, and supposedly I heard um, shooting that down was the first time anything's ever been shot down over the continent of the United States by any kind of U.S. fighter jets or whatever, so it it was a historic thing. It was a historic thing because I was wondering, I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? This balloon is able to just do the slow roll into the center of our country. And I'm thinking literally, I'm like, there, any second now, we're about to hear Bzzz. an EMP is what I thought was about to go down. But it didn't, of course. But, you know, their rationalization, well, we don't want to shoot it down because we don't want to hurt anybody or whatever, any no physical or you know, property damage. I mean, you, obviously, you do that over Montana when it was because it came in over the Aleutian Islands, Alaska, real rural shit. And it was for days floating over rural shit. and They could have taken it out. But once it gets to metropolitan central U.S., they're like, well, we can't take it out because they're going to – so they literally – I don't know what the fuck that thing was, but they literally for days let that thing just cruise over Montana where all those nu- nuke silos are, cruise over here. I mean, we got the, we got a lot of spooks here in St. Louis, bro. I mean, the geospatial uh, agency or something like that's here in St. Louis. We got a lot of shit going on here too, so I don't know. It was, it was freaky, bro. It was freaky. I was um, unnerved to say the least.
0: Well, it's interesting, you know, uh, that um – you know they're making a big deal out of, you know, Mattis, General Mattis coming on and saying there were three of them during the Trump administration, but he was so unstable and feared he would be too aggressive, so I, I didn't, we didn't even inform him of it. And I'm like, dude, let's try and figure out who's not compromised in <laughs> the. I mean, this is ridiculous <clears throat> because that would be technically, you know, that's. That's dereliction of duty on Mattis's part. No, I, that,
1: I mean, this is unprecedented, bro. I mean, it, in our response, we almost went to fucking World War III with the Russians in 61 or whatever it was in the Cuban Missile Crisis because we had nukes in our backyard in Cuba. Not only is it not 1961, it's 2023, and we let this fucking snail balloon not just walk through our backyard, just right through the middle of our house on a slow stroll. At least Francis Gary Powers, or Gary Francis Powers, who was shot down with his U-2 plane back in the day, he's flying at high altitude, and he's trying not to get caught, and he just happened to get pinched, and, you know, whatever. That's a whole other story in itself. But this thing, I saw the meme, and it's hilarious. We're going to wait to shoot it down until it's done spying on us. (laughs) I mean, that's essentially we allowed these guys. Okay, they even acknowledge it's a spy. It's a spy Chinese spy vessel. Okay, and we're just going to monitor it. Okay. But you now are admitting you're just going to allow this thing to complete its mission. Great, you shot it down, but the damage has already been done.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, all of the data and the pictures and everything yes. else. If, if in fact, look, if in fact it was actually a Chinese spy balloon. I mean, I, I don't literally believe anything I hear these days. What's that's what's true? Going on that's in the true. <clears throat> but if in fact it was a Chinese spy balloon, it was sending back data real in in real time. So. You know they got everything they needed. If if in fact again it was a Chinese you know spy balloon, that's all I can say.
1: Well, even if it wasn't, why is why is now the public narrative that's what it was? What to what end are they are they pubbing that bullshit? I mean, if it is indeed bullshit, why would they allow us to be clowned like fucking Krusty so egregiously? The world, I mean, we're 2023, man. These guys got fucking suborbital fucking plasma weapons and you know all this shit, and they got a balloon floating through the joint. Come on now.
0: Right. Right. Um, So. No, I'm 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 more bothered by the by the comments of Mattis, to be honest with you, than anything else that that went on. So,
1: yeah, I mean, it's it's all very disconcerting and it gets it gets back to a lot of shit. We talk about people's selective butt hurtness, or select selectively becoming aware. We're mad at this fucking 1940s balloon floating overhead. Meanwhile, we have. However many million champ, what tens of million of balloons existing in each of our households with so many of our children having fucking TikTok while they just absorb information and data from all of our phone, you know, everybody who has that app on their phone. Like, come on now. We got to be consistent with our butt hurtness. <laughs> Serious. I mean, literally we have, we have tens of millions of balloons in our house today, right now with kids and people and even adults who have TikTok.
0: This is true. This is true. And it's not like spy satellites aren't over our country anyway. And, you know, well, back in the we're day, spying on them, they're spying the on day. us. We're, sp- yeah. we're not we're not we're not we don't pick on one side of the aisle or the other. If people have listened to us long enough, they know, you know, but the Clinton administration did sell satellite secrets to a communist Chinese corporation. Um, when Bill Clinton was in office and people can look that up and, and amongst it.
1: amongst a lot of other tech, a big yeah. tech transfer hand to happen when that look up China that's is what it was called. But, yes,
0: Henry yeah. Lee. And that enabled them to then have killer satellites where they can take out other satellites. So that's the kind of people that have been running our country for God knows how long.
1: Well, and again, what does this portend to what we talked about with General Flynn the other day? This lingering, what some people are saying, this I forget, some generals said war with China by 2026. Is this just <coughs> Thank you for predicting. Further?
0: Thank you for predicting our demise. I appreciate it.
1: Well, I mean, it's just, it, the writing's been on the wall because I've been talking about China in one belt, one row. I mean, my oh, history yeah. teacher, I said this again, my history teacher many, many years ago, 20, 30, 25 years ago, was like, look out for the Spratly Island. China wasn't on the move like they are now, but. The Spratly Islands was almost a big catalyst for a lot of what they built, all those bases around. Anyway, we've talked about it a lot. But I wonder what this – do they now know? Assuming this is what they say it is and it was a spy thing and it floated through here fucking unfettered, unmolested, is China now looking back like, wow, Um, so when do we take Taiwan? Because if they're not doing shit in their own yard, they're not going to do shit in our backyard.
0: Right, right. Well, and, you know – We already know that there are police stations, police departments, so to speak, in Canada. There are some uh, reportedly in New York City and other American major cities. uh, They say to keep an eye on Chinese nationals, but I think we know better than that.
1: You allowing police departments in, I mean, come on now, come on. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm saying, dude. And I, I've been reiterating this and we are watching it. And we said it when we talked to Flynn and other people. They're, China's taking shit over. And I'm not saying this because I'm rooting for China. They're taking a lot of shit over, whether it's Eurasia, whether it's Africa and setting up shop with these conflict minerals and conflict mines and even not conflict, even not conflict minerals, minerals and mineral rights and mineral manufacturing. And now they're taking over Latin and South America without firing a fucking shot, dude. It freaks me out a little bit because are we too late? Like, did we let them go too far? And was that by design? I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, look again, our, when we look at general Milley and the joint chiefs of staff, I have serious concerns. I have serious concerns that look this, the situation with Americans health in general and the obesity issue is a national security crisis. Um, you know, physical readiness for the United States military. Where are we at with all of that? You know, I haven't trained any any military folks for, I don't know, it's been over three years now because of COVID. But <clears throat> what I look at is, you know, why when you and I, I, I'm a guy that's been, you know, people people can make fun of me all they want, a guy that got hit in the head for 20 fucking years, and we knew this was coming ahead of time. And the United States military joint chiefs of staff, don't recognize a national security crisis, not only with COVID, but with the response and the treatments that are proving to be very harmful to a massive number of people. I was just talking to a couple active duty t- people today, and they said, "Yeah, man, it's like it's causing problems. It is causing problems within the military, with a lot of people's health right now, man. And it's not uh, it's not a good deal, right?" So, well, what's that tell you about the Joint Chiefs of Staff? either completely derelict of their duties um, or, God forbid, you know, working for the other side. I mean, this is – I hate to even say it. I hate to even no, say it's,
1: it. I, it's 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 heart-wrenching, dude. I mean, it's not <clears> – <throat> I, I don't know how familiar you are with Kay Griggs, and I, I suggest anybody go back and try to find her, like, six, seven-hour interview because her husband was, like, high, high-level military and just – a long story short, and this is not to disrespect anybody in the military, I'm just saying things just kind of are what they are. It's this alliance between military, government, etc. It's all technically kind of organized crime, bro. We think of organized crime as like John Gotti and shit like that, but It's just way bigger than that. So it's like when we talk about are they involved with, like, allowing China to do this and this shift towards Eurasia, are they facilitating it? Is some of them like your millies of the world? That's what it seems like it is because it's like what else could – what other reason could they be? You know what I mean? Right, right.
0: Well, I think it's just for many years we've recognized and, you know, I try to do whatever I can for veterans, you know. um, You know, we love our veterans, of course, and active duty – um they're they're not the problem the problem is you know the people who are at the very top in our government um you know and then, I mean what do you do what what do you do as as a politician i mean they're they're compromised so easily anymore right with the yeah. amount of money with the amount of money that they're getting with um you know the the ability to blackmail blackmail people digitally you know it's it's just it's pretty scary i mean you'd have to li- literally like be offline your entire life and never do anything wrong and never say anything (laughs) wrong to run for politics and not be controlled anymore. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, like we've said, you just, I mean, even with people with the best intention to happen to get into politics, et cetera, they can never rise and ascend to those certain levels because similar to organized crime or gang structure, like they can't allow those people to get to those very powerful positions without being compromisable or blackmailable. Just because they you're just you're a spoke on the wheel. You're a not necessarily a
0: useful idiot, but you're just uh you're a tool of sorts. Right. It makes me think of uh what are those derelicts that sing that song? Um Gonna be an Island Boy. Oh my god, dude. So that's the song that makes me think about all the politicians <laughs> that have been to Epstein Island. Right. Island boys. Oh,
1: that's funny. That's actually a good use of that song, which in actuality, it really has no good at use at all whatsoever. But yeah, that would be kind of funny to put in the background, of like a montage of all the motherfuckers who've been there. But that's a perfect, that's a perfect example. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. all these people, you know, Bill Gates, Bill Clinton, et cetera, et cetera. They had to get, you know, to, they get where they are because, you know, you better play ball. But
0: right. So let's pivot. Let's pivot. I want to talk about uh, what's going on in the Ukraine and Russia. Uh, because you know, I'm going to be on um, I'm going to be on a radio show coming up um, later this month. You should come on there with me, actually. Um, and it'll be uh, Bianca Gracia's uh, radio show. She wants to talk about the Ukraine and Russia and stuff like that. <clears throat> and you know, we were covering in 2014 all that stuff that was going down, right? Yeah. Yeah you know, with the overthrow and all of that sort of stuff of the Ukrainian government and but now the EU <clears throat> this is troubling because the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines for natural gas going to Germany and Europe from Russia were blown up and now the latest on the Ukraine is the European Union just banned Russian diesel and other oil products. So they're hurting their own people. They're going to hurt their own citizens. Um, so now they've got Fifty percent, roughly less natural gas to heat their homes and cook their food, and now they're banning Russian diesel fuel and oil products. So, it's it's it's, it's 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 lunacy, uh, <laughs> to, and to not see the pattern of, you know, while our government's talking about destroying the Russians' monetary system, what's happening to our monetary system?
1: Exactly, it's like the weirdest gaslighting ever. But it's I find that interesting that they're doing that. I mean, it's um, I, I'm not necessarily surprised, but I mean, I, I could I could guarantee you with the shift of this power structure on the grand chessboard, Russia is giving less and less of a fuck. Yes, they would love to get some of that European money for the gas and and oil, et cetera, but now their alliances and their trade alliances and their economic economic like, alliances with China, they don't need it. They don't need that money anymore. I mean, right, right. As, much, as much as we were saying when all this started, like, we're going to destroy the ruble, the ruble is strong as it's fucking ever been. I don't know if that's literally, but it didn't get destroyed. It's still strong because Russia has options, <clears throat> like Saudi Arabia having an, a trade alliance with uh, with uh, China. Things are shifting, dude. Ameri- there, people are relying less and less Come- – Countries that used to exclusively rely on America don't rely on it as much as we're seeing certain countries move away from utilizing the dollar.
0: Yeah, meaning the BRIC nations, Russia, China, Brazil, others, uh, being able to do, you know, trade deals with Saudi Arabia for the oil, for their own monetary, you know, their notes. And that's scary stuff because I don't know at what point the U.S. dollar – does take a shit but when it does it's going to be very painful for everybody
1: very painful for you little bane right there but no i think i think that that's a little bit by design again but i don't know man it seems like a pretty unst- unstable situation what we're seeing right now as far as i i don't think it's going to be a global war in russia I think the real global war is going to be Russia, uh, China and the U.S., and those guys over there in Eurasia are setting up their alliances now. So when it pops off, it's going to be tough, dude, because, I mean, we're, we're everywhere China <coughs> with their Belt and Road thing, and specifically I, you know, the maritime routes, that string of pearls they call it, all around the South Pacific into the Indian Ocean, Sri Lanka, the Horn of Africa, up to the Gulf of Aden, into the Suez Canal. They're going to be, in addition to trade routes, they're going to be setting up military shit throughout all these places. You can guarantee sure. of that. Because they're going to yeah. be protecting their trade routes. Right. So it's like before they know it, I mean, there's going to be – they're going to be so entrenched everywhere. It's over before it starts, and that's some Sun Tzu shit. A, a war – a battle or a war is fought at one before it's ever fought.
0: Everybody out there who are travelers, get all your traveling done quickly because, <laughs> because there's going to be a lot of places probably that uh, potentially you won't be able to travel to, right? Well, and
1: maybe bone up on your uh, Mandarin and cantonese
0: e r luichi bacho that's Japanese isn't it sanchi No, that's, that's
1: Japanese. Yeah. that's uh that's china we had uh, my daughter in a Chinese language class a few years ago actually okay. really that's the only reason why they know that, but yeah, I remember that that ichni Sanchi from my judo classes back in the day in the old y m
0: c a nice you did some judo i did i did. Hip toss oh. your ass, boy. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of hip tossing, speaking of hip tossing, interesting conversation didn't just to get into, um, this for just a second that, uh, I was under the assumption that Mike Jackson, who's the guy that obviously wrote the bullshit article about me, uh, the January 6th stuff that ultimately technically cost me, you know, employment and a lot of uh, major pain in the ass, uh, when our producer Justin was speaking with him, um, said that he thought that I wanted to fight kickboxing because I didn't want to do MMA, thinking that I am not capable of doing MMA or something because I'm, you know, mid fifties. And he said he, he'd absolutely do mixed martial arts fight with me. And I went, what are you for real? Like <laughs> he really thinks he can, he can stop a, an Iowa boys takedowns. Are you kidding me? So. <clears throat> but well he, he was got, the one
1: who said like kickboxing, that's my shit. Like that's where I started or whatever it was in the text I'll, I'll fight him
0: I'll fight in anything he wants. So it could be boxing, it could be kickboxing, just it can not be MMA. Just not the can slap box, no slap box. We'll fucking do Indian leg wrestling with him, thumb wrestling. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like give me a break. <clears throat>
1: yeah, and I don't know how much our farmers are aware of this, our faithful farmers. Pat's been having some heat with uh, Mike the truth jackson who was re- recently released by the UFC and um he got um, pretty much, I mean, it was, um, I don't know, he got into an altercation with Jake Shield at the UFC Performance Center. I don't know, been a month or two right now. But Pat and uh, Mike got to John again, and they're talking about wanting to do something sometime this summer, late spring, summer, but uh, no contracts have been signed. But that's out there, ladies and gentlemen. Pat Militz, the Croatian sensation, could be stepping back in there to right some wrongs. And it's not, like Pat has said, man, I don't mean to speak for him. It's not because he's maligned him, called him certain names, slandered his name, et cetera, as far as Snow Roach or any of that. Some of the things he wrote and other things lended to the optics of Pat being something he's not because he exercised his First Amendment right on January 6th and wasn't even at the Capitol, in the Capitol, really near the Capitol. And it cost him his job and his livelihood and his ability to protect and take care of his kids. And um I think that's a lot of the motivation, um, what's, why this is happening? If you really want to know, it's not any of the salacious bullshit. It's real life shit, man.
0: Yeah, no, and and I think that ultimately, you know, I think about all the the people who lost their jobs because they wouldn't get the treatment, or the people that got the treatment under duress uh, to feed their children and to keep a house. A lot of and, that, and all the bullshit that's gone on with all of this stuff the past three years. I mean. This fight is literally for all those people that got screwed the past three years. Like I feel your pain because I've been through it and I know exactly what, uh, what you're feeling. So all that financial hardship and all the bullshit that people have had to go through, man, it's not, uh, this, that's not America. That's not America. No. And, uh, people need to recognize what true Americans are about. And that is about freedom. That is about individual choice. That is about. Um, not having group think, herd thinking, um, because we see what herd thinking can do. It can destroy an economy based on fear and potentially a, an entire monetary system and global monetary system. Um, you just, you got to see through the bullshit, right? And so this is just to raise awareness. I mean, <clears throat> when Mike Jackson was talking about, uh, you know, going into, going into downtowns of cities and, and lighting shit on fire. Michael Nunn and I were doing a fight to unite the people of the Quad Cities, right? Which you we, did. We, we did that for a reason and we went against everybody. We were the only sporting event at that time in the entire plan on the entire planet. Uh yeah. and we and we did a pay per view. Yeah. We so we're doing it. We are gonna do it. We're not backing off. We are gonna take our rightful position as Americans, as free Americans, and we're gonna do a fight. And that's what it's all about, man. It's about Americans standing the fuck up. Without a shadow of a doubt, man, one
1: hundred percent. It's about fucking time, too. I mean, yeah. a lot, like we've said before, man. The only reason a lot of this shit persists is because <clears throat> sometimes si- silence equals acquiescence, too. But participation equals acquiescence, and if we participate, I mean, we just got to stop participating in it. And if we do it in enough numbers, there's you know. right Get that pushback going. And again, local, organize locally. We say again, organize locally. The feds, the state, if you will, is going to do what it's going to do. But if we can organize locally, get to the sheriffs that haven't been gotten to, you know, your your county executives, et cetera. But there's a lot of that federal money trickling down. I'm telling you, we got to we got to organize locally sooner than later because that federal money is corrupting a lot of these people, especially in St. Louis. I'm not going to mention your names, but it's bad down here. And I'm sure yeah. that's the same everywhere, whether it was Homeland Security money after after 9-11 or COVID money. I mean, it's it's greasing a lot of skids. So organized
0: yeah and like we said that covid money that went out with that were stipulations of the small print at the bottom of the page of with accepting this this money you're going to in the future follow climate crisis guidelines as well oh yeah and so you know that's where all hell breaks loose with this stuff right
1: yeah there's always some uh not quid pro. yeah like some finer print if you will you know it's it's kind of an extortion if you will but i mean it yeah it's it's next level it's absolutely next level so i'm uh, i i'm worried a bit about the whole china situation um i'm i'm hearing about obviously more and more variants the the veritas video about pfizer participating in creating strains to keep kicking the can down the road. I mean, again, we ask all the time, when are the when are the arrests going to start happening? Like, this is this has become absurd at this point. But then exactly, you hear all these commercials exactly. still like, nope, get your vaccine. Get your kids vaccinated. It's become part of the CDC. It's part of the schedule to get keep kids in school. See, and, like, the one that's killing people, that one, myocarditis and strokes, and that's the one. So they're doubling down on it while at the same time admitting, oh, yeah, there's a possibility for stroke and heart attack.
0: Yeah, it's directed. Now they're called. Instead of weaponizing viruses, then they went to um, um, what do they call it? Sorry, gain of function. Oh yes, yes. Now, now they've now they've moved to the language of directed evolution. So they've changed, they pivoted again, and now they call it directed evolution. See, and they. I'm sorry. So for anybody listening to this, directed evolution, gain of function research. That's, they're creating bioweapons. They're creating bioweapons and releasing them, period. End of and they, That's a foregone conclusion.
1: They are no strangers of that, of changing the nomenclature for their same program. This is what we talked about a bunch about eugenics. It started out with eugenics, and now it's moved into basically climate change. That's just a re, climate change is essentially just a rebranding of eugenics, of how horrible humans are. So they're very good at uh, just changing the language to kind of, put a silk hat on on the pig of their nefarious purposes and
0: intentions. Well, and never mind. Again, I'll I'll go through the graph. People can look it up for themselves. Just Google. uh, Global temperature and carbon parts per million in the atmosphere last 600 million years. And you can pull these graphs up yourself just with a simple Google search. Do it now before they can remove them. But ultimately, you can pull those up and you can go back 550 million years to where it was over 7,000 parts per million carbon in the atmosphere, and the temperature was been much higher. The the Earth was just basically one giant jungle. And then you move forward to the last uh, real ice age that we had, and it was 180 parts per million of carbon in the atmosphere. And that's where the expert uh, said to me, he goes, you realize that 150 parts per million Of carbon in the atmosphere everything dies like everything's done and we're at between 380 and 420 right now and it's headed downward temperatures and uh, parts per million carbon are literally almost as low as they've ever been so we're literally we're headed into um, a mini ice age basically is what they say I mean when you listen to um, what Graham Hitchcock and and his buddy
1: Hancock, yeah. Randall Carlson, who I'm reaching out to get back on the show.
0: Yeah, Randall Carlson. They both say it's a grand solar minimum, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Right. But and even in the face of that information, because, I mean, they're literally – they're not backing off this whole fourth industrial revolution, green technology, this whole change of everything, how everything's about to morph into a whole – I mean, they're, you're talking about hundreds of trillions of dollars that goes into what they're trying to do. But in the face of that information, I'm like, no, it's not warming. It's actually cooling. How do they – how do they spin that? I mean, I've he- even heard over the last few years, global cooling is actually global warming. You know what I mean? And it's like,
0: it, oh, everything's I, everything's just flipped upside down.
1: Well, and I, my, my, I, I told somebody the other day when he was saying, you know, whatever, basically this conversation, just doing mental gymnastics. I'm like, well, I, when, I thought it's really cold now, and I've even heard certain news outlets saying, you know, even the the left is saying global cooling or cooling is global warming. He's like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I said to him, I would think you would be more ripped with all the gymnastics that you're doing. It's like <laughs> the shit these people do to rationalize to themselves certain things, it's
0: just crazy to me. But well, they should have they should have spent a couple couple days in North Dakota with me um just last week when it was fucking minus 21 and <sighs> I drove through a freaking blizzard to get up there. Um you know, it's they they can say anything they want, but you know take their asses in gym shorts and a t-shirt and throw them out in that shit. <clears throat> Let them profess well, it then.
1: And it's like, you know, <clears throat> yes, climate changes. They're called seasons. I mean, I, I know you have the norms within those seasons, et cetera, but yeah, I, I've always heard it seems like, the, I don't know. Whenever there's a big storm or hurricane, I loved ones. I won't say which family members, but I have loved ones like, yeah, oh, this that hurricane down there, hurricane Ian. That's, It's that climate change. I'm like, or hurricanes have been happening, you know, since Earth was formed. (laughs) And, you know.
0: Right. It's wild. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm shaking my head at the people who are accepting the money and selling mankind out. And their own children, by the way. I just want them to know that I ponder how they sleep with themselves at night, how they look at themselves in the mirror, thinking that they are going to escape what the rest of us you know, are going to have to deal with like the at what point do you not realize that all the money in the world at some point stops protecting you once the system is completely controlled by one group of people. Like you're, you're done. You're useless. Then you're done. Quite expendable as always. Yeah. So anyway, um, what else we got? So, So the poor Europeans now, no diesel fuel, from Russia, they're going to be dealing with some hardships, uh, continued and growing hardships in in Europe.
1: Yeah, that's not, I mean, I don't think that's going away anytime soon. I mean, especially with the, I mean, fuck the billions we're pumping over there. Now we got, you know, T- Abrams over there, soon fighter jets, I'm sure. I mean, we're setting up shop over there.
0: Well, and, think about this. Um, what country are the tanks going to be in? I joked around and posted that uh you know hey for old time's sake are the tanks going to go through poland <laughs> you know it's like are are we really we're really literally repeating history again like this it's it's just and people just they don't know history i don't know
1: well it's different this time pat see because xyz and xyz no but i mean i i don't i don't think there's going to be that's, that's where I wonder, man. That's why it was so cool to, interesting to talk to General Flynn. Cause I, I was always of the mind that everything is so economically interdependent, physical kinetic war on, on the massive world war level, like we've seen. It's just not possible. And he's like, I gotta always keep that on the table. And, and you know, maybe that's what we're going for right now. Maybe these titans need to, you know, the clash of the titans needs to happen to find out who, who's, who's the boss of the yard now. Because I mean, we're we're, we're as we talk about we're seeing these dynamic changes. I don't know if you remember playing the game Stratego or like Risk. I mean, we're we're seeing big changes on that chessboard right now, and it, it's uh, it's crazy. Because it to me, like I said, China's winning without having fired a shot, and that's what makes me think. You know, at Sun Tzu, their war, they planned it out. Like, let's just slowly take everything over. And create these economic alliances and set up mining rights where basically we start owning these little countries. I don't know if you remember uh, John Perkins' uh, confessions or something of an economic hitman, but like IMF-wise, that's how they used to do it. They used to go in and like loan these guys money. They couldn't pay it back, and then they basically would just own these countries. But what these guys are doing, like, uh, I think it was Dornick we were talking to, I forget, but they're, the China's not going in and taking these guys over. They're setting up these, like, symbiotic relationships, but at the end of the day, they wind up owning the countries, but we're like, we're not going to exploit, or not, not exploit you, they'll exploit them, but like, we're not going to kill you and, you know, destroy your infrastructure. We're going to help you financially, but we're basically going to be owning this shit, you know? <clears throat> and that's what they're doing all over the world right now, man.
0: Right, right. Well, on a lighter note, um last night, the Grammys were on Jeff, oh. and and that was, I mean, that was just an amazing show I heard. I mean, I saw some of the highlights of it, and Madonna's sure looking good, bud. Sweet God, dude. <laughs> it
1: seems like she looks literally like if, she sta- if she's, like, outside on a hot day. You know, if you put, like, a lighter or something to, like, a doll's face, and that, that melting, that that certain look on the melt that would happen? That's or what she's it looks a like. dead
0: carcass bloating in the sun. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is that is such a bad look, bro. I mean, I guess she has the money She looks to like ch-
0: a demon. She looks like a demon. She, I mean,
1: because she, she is, she looks super artificial. She looks about as plastic as you can get. Like I said, she looks like a doll, and if you heat her too much, like she's just going to start melting, and it's, it's not a good look, man. I, well, and, I don't know. And,
0: and then Sam Smith's performance – with the demonic look with the horns and the top hat and the I don't all even red. know who that
1: is. I saw it, but I don't even I'm s I am i do not even know anything Dude, about it. Dude,
0: so he, he posts on Twitter, says, This is going to be special, Grammys, right? CBS, this is CBS's official Twitter, says Yeah. You can say that again, we are ready to worship.
1: Wow. Well, and it was the song was something unholy or something like that? I just saw it on Twitter. I didn't why I anyway. I mean, this is where we're at. We know what the hell's going on. It's nothing new. Nothing new's under the sun. We know the dark artists are running this shit. Got these kids out there tricking off, twerking, and shaking their asses for millions of dollars. Drill music. Hey, let's freaking sing about how we're killing each other.
0: little it's troublesome. All, it's all little, dark. It,
1: it's very, you know, it is. It's very troublesome. I and mean, it's it's all dark energy, very low, low energy, low frequency shit. But, you know, this is where they got our kids, man. They're done with us, but Yeah, I didn't even know those were happening. But back in the day, like Michael Jackson and Prince, I used to, you know, as a kid I used to watch I used to watch the Grammys and I used to know and have a clue and actually gave a shit now.
0: It's asked us for speaking out, bro. Can't even Prince and Michael Jackson both were speaking out. They were. They absolutely were. They ended up D E D dead.
1: Yeah. I remember, uh, Michael, something, he said something about, he's like, I wouldn't get none of this smoke until I bought the fucking Beatles catalog. And then he's, you know, was, I don't know how much other shit. I remember Prince, before he died, he was speaking out about chemtrails. He was on, uh, what's his name? Tavis Smiley's show. Talking about, you know, altering behavior, his thing was, not weather. It's like, he's like, I remember back in the day, we'd see shit flying overhead and shit get sprayed. And by the end of the night, everyone's fighting. I
0: don't know if there was I
1: don't know <laughs> I don't know if that was just a Saturday Saturday night in Minneapolis or you know, that actually was doing I, something. Dude, to people.
0: I took some pictures and some video this morning. Are you showed it to me, I saw that. Over Bet North, Iowa. I mean you talk about you talk about chemtrails all the way across the sky. It was brutal, dude. <clears throat> brutal. And this is what I've been doing. Every time that they spray <clears throat> I start doing this. Did you, like oh. it's irritating my friggin' respiratory system. Well, I mean,
1: because we're breathing it all in. hmm I mean, and we, you know, that's the, – the chemical, biological warfare that has been uh, executed upon the American citizens for however many years. I mean, this is, um, you know, your Camp Lejeune. If you served in Camp Lejeune from 1958 to 70 or whatever, you got a loss. I mean, we're, we're all just getting poisoned, dude. We're all just getting poisoned. Food, yeah, air, so water, what I- soil.
0: What I want people to do, again, is Google search weather modification companies, then research that. Google weather modification legislation, D.C. and your own state, research that. Then look up the stuff that they're spraying in the aerosol, one of them being silver iodide, and look at the impact that has on soil, plants, animals, and human uh, respiratory systems as well. And you'll say, why are they doing this, right? Right. And you might be smart to contact your local state representatives, whatever, and say, listen, you need to write a bill banning this in our state and get this stopped. Because, again, that's local, right? That's all we can do. And one of our good friends who is a state, Illinois state senator, has launched that actual bill and uh, Illinois assembly bill uh s b zero one three four again illinois general assembly bill status s b zero one three four so people can look that up and any politicians out there state politicians can model theirs after our friend neil anderson's and you gotta to get you. him back on good guy yeah yeah so but uh yeah people look up what silver iodide is is doing, and they're spraying it by the fucking billions of pounds right now.
1: Yeah, without a doubt, and hopefully that advances the conversation of people at least even recognizing that that's happening, you know, whether it's cloud seeding or terraforming or, you know, chemical – I mean, whatever they're doing, they're spraying something out of these planes. For whatever reason, I guess it's almost irrelevant because whatever it is, it's it's very, very bad for people, the environment, crops – I remember um G. Edward Griffin's uh what the what in the world Were they spraying? This was um they went out into like Polynesian islands, like Hawaii. They were like, How how far is this happening? How is it affecting is it just affecting like certain continents or certain areas? Way out in the freaking ocean, they were looking at bark and just the effect that it was having on plant life, even on these remote, isolated areas. So it's it's global what they're doing, man. But yeah, most people don't East even coast, get that I mean, it's even happening.
0: Even Jason Burmas, who we need to have on here, even he said you know, he lived in upstate New York. He was saying, yeah, they were spraying out there, man. It was killing the friggin' trees. The trees were dying off left and right. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's not good. It's not acceptable.
1: Well, and like we've said, man, there's no there's no real solution to a problem unless you recognize there's a problem, and that's one. Whatever they're spraying, whatever you know, if it's weather modification, people don't people at least need to acknowledge that that's happening. And hopefully, through advancing that kind of legislation, they have hearings and discussions where they bring in not necessarily evidence like it's a court hearing, but you know information about you know why are we outlawing this? Well, we've been doing mod- mod- weather modification since the 30s and 40s, and even we before talked-
0: that, around World War One. Yeah,
1: okay. Well, I remember yeah, when we it, talked to Jim Lee, who we, we, we need to get back on, um, that episode with him talking about weather modification was really heavy because he was going off on how early this has been happening.
0: Right. No, and that's the thing is it, I was in Minnesota a couple summers ago, and a plane was flying over, and he was literally turning on and turning off his chemtrail, basically Morse coding us, saying, look, pay attention. This is what's really? going on. Yeah, so he'd spray for a while and then not spray and then turn it back on and just making streaks across the sky, you know, like an SOS almost. Interesting. And, uh, and I've seen that a couple times since then, that these pilots are going, this is what's happening, man. This is what's going on. Pay attention. Right? <laughs> Someone needs to do a study on that and, like, actually –
1: Compile you know screenshots, whatever like all right, here's what this says in Morse code is that what it is Morse code I thought that was that
0: yeah, but you can do smoke signals whatever oh
1: okay, okay, smoke
0: right yeah s o s whatever, but um no, but yeah. I mean these guys that are pilots doing this, you know they've got to be saying, Fuck, what am I doing here, man I'm spraying my kids, I'm spraying your kids. Well,
1: right. and if if it's a military operation, which I imagine it is, you sign that line. So it's just
0: like, yeah, take the orders. Yeah. But, saying no but, isn't necessarily an option, but. But so, I mean, yeah, go kill, go kill Americans. And you follow right. the orders. Well,
1: and that, you know, you have the option of not following lawful orders. But like I've always thought, you know, when they a lot of them, when they do younger kids, when they profile and kind of recruit kids out of school. You know, a lot of the testing that goes on is like a lot of basically to assess your moral flexibility. Would you shoot on American citizen? Citizen side questions, and well, you are like, eh, you know, depends on the scenario. You're probably one that they want to, you know, do something that's going to affect Americans, and because you just like, you know, I'll cash that check. Just make sure that check clears, and I'll do whatever the fuck you want. There's are those. <laughs> there are those people out there. Sociopaths, dude, straight up.
0: They. Do exist. Yes, they do exist. <laughs> they, we know, see, well, do. I
1: see, see them all the time. What about yeah. that uh, train derailment in uh, the eastern um, Ohio-Pennsylvania border? There was a pretty nasty train derailment with, with leaking some nasty substance that they had to clear out towns for because they were in fear of a cataclysmic explosion.
0: The vinyl chloride is what five of the cars are potentially they, – they hold. And vinyl very, chloride. Did you say they what say that's for? Very unstable, they say. Very unstable chemical right now, and so it could be an explosion that, yeah, is a mammoth. So they've they've gotten people away from
1: vinyl chloride. A, I wonder what that's used for. I have to look that up later.
0: Either way, it it makes a big boom. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. But when you talk about destruction, you gotta talk about. Well, let's talk about Turkey and Syria.
1: Yeah. That earthquake. My God. Can you imagine, bro? I think it was like 4:30 in the morning being awakened by a 7.8. That's on the, that. that's when, like I was saying earlier, man, the, the aftershocks are in your normal earthquake, 6.6.5 range. And that's what the aftershocks were 7.8. That's getting up there, bro. And yeah. That, was Turkey that's... being Turkey, that thing laid waste to, what was that big castle that I sent you the picture of?
0: Um, you know what? I'm not sure the name of it, but, um, it was used it by was the Romans and the Byzantines, and uh, so it's, yeah, it's it's ancient, and it was beautiful before the earthquake, so. Uh, yeah, the rubble it's, now. It's crushed, but, uh, yeah, that's it's, it's a bad deal. But I, I, yeah, prayers to the Turkish people and the Syrians, and if, I mean, if there's been enough destruction in Syria, you know, the last several years for, you know, the place has been destroyed. Yeah. Uh, leveling entire cities over there, so. Well, right.
1: there was a four point four in Buffalo, New York this morning. Or in the New York area. I find that interesting because that one hit so hard late last night and then one hit this morning in New York. Not huge, but four point four in New York. Like that's that's something. But like
0: we were saying, man, Earth's changing. Who
1: knows why, but
0: Yeah, no, it's it's, it's pretty, oh I we have to go back to the COVID thing though. We have to go yeah. back to Pfizer. Sorry to, sorry to throw this at you guys. It's our but, show we can do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. But the princess, uh, one of the princesses of Thailand, uh, is in a coma now after her booster shot and the king of Thailand is not happy. He is not happy and he is about to go after Pfizer. They're, they're, uh, banning Pfizer, um, from Thailand, kicking them out. And I tell you what, um, you know, I want to be first to get ahead of this that the king of, thailand did not commit suicide yeah right you know but uh imagine you uh so many people out there that have trusted this stuff you know that mm. <clears throat> but i think he's going to go hard on uh i think he's going to go hard on pfizer he's not he's not happy he, no he's i was
1: yeah i was just going to say your your normal folk doesn't have the type of resources to go after a pfizer but the king of thailand Definitely, I imagine has the resources to go after them, and you know at least be, in his own country well i mean the the ripple effect of that's going to be huge, especially with the Veritas story, and you know Pfizer already admitting that there's a potential an increased risk of stroke and heart attack with people above sixty. We know they're just saying that to cover their ass, even they're just admitting it happens and saying it's just people over sixty, but we know it's you know name it fucking down to sixteen or whatever we see these kids.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I am going to impersonate the Canadian doctor, um, who was on their main news channel saying, you know, I, I didn't know this until last year, but apparently about three weeks after flu season, there's a stroke season. Mm, yeah. They're throwing that out there too. Yeah. How much did that moron get paid to say that? Well, and if and he they- didn't get paid extra to say it.
1: He's got short chains. He's, he's that.
0: He's literally, yeah. He's that dumb.
1: And then right. how eggs? Eggs are eggs are um, now a huge. No, no. I, it's just whatever. And then an eggplant blows up. Like not eggplant. An N- egg numerous ones. Pit. Numerous. Yeah. Numerous ones. And then I heard something about. This is some all of the, bullshit. Okay, some listen. of the feed they're giving chickens are making it so they can't produce eggs. Yeah, they're
0: they're sterilizing chickens. Yeah. I've I've seen numerous uh because I'm into chickens, I want to have a lot of chickens this spring, uh, for that very purpose of eggs, and there's a ton of people that are chicken farmers on Instagram going, Yeah, we changed the feed and we went to literally like goat feed and now our chickens are laying eggs again. Hmm. That's yeah. so for yeah, I'm all sure, the people I'm sure that have chickens if you're having problems,
1: switch it up. That's interesting. I almost, I almost would want to have a chicken farmer on to get to the bottom of kind of what's going on. Cause I think that's very, I mean, people use chickens for a myriad of things, obviously with the eggs and obviously, you know, the, the, the meat. And if they're yeah. trying to take chicken out of the, you know, the food cycle, that's obviously going to put a huge dent in farmers uh, pockets, but it's like, why, what, what are they doing? Why are they zeroing in on chickens?
0: Well, we talked about, you know, a lot of the people that, Live in major cities and things like that. That have no idea how to hunt. They have no ability to grow food. All this stuff, man. There, I don't even know. I don't even know what to tell those people here as this stuff rolls forward.
1: Well, as we've mentioned so many times on the show, man. Even though they may frown upon it, do your best to become self-sufficient. Um, one of our conversations we had on the show here with Jim Gale. I, I'm, I'm so. I'm so into what he's been doing with permaculture about converting, you know, good space, which is our lawns into food and growing our own food. And, you know, we have to understand what what they're doing to us as far as especially the commercial food industry, as far as the poison we're intaking. I'm not saying I'm Mr. Goodbye and I avoid it all the time, but we have to become conscious of the shit they're putting in our food, water, soil, air, et cetera, and grow your own stuff, man and try to monitor what, what that is. Is it a, is it a non GMO seed or, you know, we just have to be conscious and aware of what we're putting in our body and our kids' bodies and get out of this revolving door of them feeding us garbage and jumping into the pharmaceutical
0: world because it's Mm -hmm. designed
1: to do nothing but take us out.
0: Well, it would be great if those out there, even though this is scary stuff um, would take a stand, you know, with us and just, not comply with any more of this stuff. I mean, that's really what's got to happen, you know. And I'm sure that the elites have contingency plans if enough people wake up, and that might include massive military conflict, right? We don't know. <clears throat> yeah.
1: <I> just, um, <laughs> that's why I'm never surprised anymore because there's really no no links that, that will go to fulfill their agenda and you know, like I, I, I say, more and more, man, we not, can't necessarily control what they're doing out of Davos, et cetera, creating this multipolar world order. But you can't control what happens in your home, your community, your world, and you know, align yourself with like minds, man. I don't know if that's going to be the silver bullet to save everything, but at least can help mitigate some of the garbage that they're doing to us.
0: Well, try and try and recognize, try and recognize the division, man, and and step away from the hardcore. Um, the really hardcore politics and stuff and hating on each other right now and just, um, look out for each other, right? And that's, you know, just recognizing that we are not each other's enemies and, and that we do have common enemies and it's the people above the governments.
1: Without a doubt. And people always use that phrase, you know, divide and conquer, which is a part of it. And, but through, they're more concerned, I think, with controlling than conquering. They need us to be on the ride. You know what I mean? We're the, we're the, we're those little pods on the matrix fueling the machine, creating that BTU or whatever it is to keep the machine going. But, uh, yeah, like, like the champ just said, man, it's, we got to recognize that the fix is in. We have so much dude, more. In co-
0: dude, 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 they're talking. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but they're talking no, about implanting chips and that your activity will mine currency. So they're going to turn you into a miner, a digital currency miner. Well, and that's
1: that's just the, the small part of it as far as that Davos World Economic Forum, what they're trying to do as far as the technocracy and blending that line between man and machine and uh monitoring your it's, – it's next level what they have planned for us. But, you know, your Neuralink and all that other good shit, this is what they have coming for us, man. And we just, you know, like Pat just said, got to figure out some way to avoid it because um, stakes are very high. Protect our especially protect our kids. We're on the back nine. Pat and myself, you know, we're on the fucking back nine. Hopefully we still got another thirty, forty years in us, but you know, they're going after our kids and our progeny. You know, our kids, my grand you know, my grandson, my
0: kids' kids. So yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. It's it's, it's what, a war a out here.
0: On a, on another note, locally here, uh Carrie Lake, who ran for the Arizona governorship, um, against good old Katie Hobbs out there, the holy shit that that's a clusterfuck out there, huh? Wow. Uh, But she's coming here to Bettendorf. She's from this area originally her family. And, uh, so she's coming here, she's going to make an appearance. So, so that's pretty cool. The, I think put together by the, I I think area women's uh, Republican, something women's Republican group. Yeah. So, um, pretty cool that she's coming back to, back to her, her hometown, so to speak. And, Making an appearance and, and, you know, the Quad City Times, of course, put out that, uh, Carrie Lake, who made, um, you know, false, denier false claims and all this other stuff. And it's like, listen, man, uh, we've been doing this stuff <laughs> in other countries for a long time. And if you don't think they have the technical capabilities of doing it here, you're sadly mistaken. And if it were the other way around and there were massive rallies, for Katie Hobbs and, and, and poopy pants, Joe, I hate to call him that, but <laughs> <laughs> poopy
1: pants, Joe,
0: but you know, if there were huge gigantic rallies of stadiums being filled up for them, um, and our people won, I mean, I think that you and I would have enough common sense to think that the conservatives, and I won't even say our people because they're, you know, Trump's definitely not, you know, somebody that we thought he might be at the beginning of all this, but, uh, But ultimately, we would have enough common sense to at least sit back and go, "Wow, man, this is yeah, this is there's something going on here.
1: They're coming for us. Yeah, no, without a doubt. And it's is you know, it's this is what we talk about all the time on the show here. They invert reality and they make this shit so so like painfully obvious, and we just look around like, "What? what what. But nothing happens. Nothing ever happens, and the and the clown show continues. So no, Carrie right. Lake is awesome. Um, I can't. I mean, I'm not speaking out of school. I I've, I've been in contact with Carrie. You've been in contact with Carrie about coming on the show. She's a very busy lady. Can't promise anything, but hopefully we're gonna be able to at least get her on the farm, um, at some point to chop it up because there's a lot I want to talk to her about. Because it really, it, I think what happened to her in Arizona is something that's is um lending itself to something that's really going on in our country as, as they go after some of our most basic fundamental institutions and us not having any trust in any of it anymore. And this again, lends itself to a larger kind of implosion of, of our society. Cause we then no longer, we don't trust each other. We don't trust our institutions. It's um, I'm not saying we're knocking on the door of like genocide type shit, but we're the, the level of division is, is really bad at this point. And the balkanization is, uh is really bad. So like I said, I don't think it's going to go to any kind of civil wars, genocide, but it's it's they're making it really difficult for us to live together.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So I think there's a lot of people waking up, though. I really do. there are.
1: There definitely are. And I think part of that is because they're making it so obvious. Some people are just like like you said, people it's like some people even on the left that I talk to, it's like, man, by like, the classified documents, it's like. When he first, the first one happened, he's like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Man, that's a bad look for Joe. And then it was like two and three and four. It was like, he's the one I told when he's kept rationalizing. I'm like, dude, you look, you should be pretty ripped to be doing the gymnastic you're doing. Cause like Trump, Trump waited too long and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And I don't give a fuck if Biden did the right thing. Why are they there in the first fucking place? And what does that have to do with hunters doing? I mean, they're basically unregistered foreign agents and they're selling fucking classified shit to, you know, different countries. Come on. Sure. This is, well, this is a a 100. Point. But yeah, that's, um. And I'll
0: be anxious to see where that goes, if anywhere. Yeah. So anyway, um, anything else from you, brother? Oh no, we touched on
1: the train. That's right. Yeah. Um, nothing right now, man. Nothing right now.
0: We we were supposed to cover all this stuff. Like the news would cover it. You know, we gotta we, we, we have got. to get like
1: we have to get like suits and shit and act like we have an earpiece. Be like, wait a minute, wait a minute, coming in from wherever. We have. We have to to put more energy into, like, Pat and I are talking about doing, like, a parody news broadcast where we act completely like real news broadcasters, but we're just talking fucking nonsense, kind of like they do on the news.
0: How dare Vladimir Putin defend his border? (laughs) Who does he think he is? (laughs) Oh, my God. And I think it's a great fucking idea that they're going to start vaccinating honeybees now. Wow. So awesome. Wow. God, this science just has no, no limit in the modern. I remember age. there was like a yeah.
1: TED talk where where Bill Gates was like, "Yeah, I just released a shit ton of mosquitoes into this thing, so if you get bit, you just got bit by whatever I just downloaded or put into these
0: mosquitoes." This was a few years ago, even. Yeah, just he, flying around, just you know, giving people mRNA mRNA injections and shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> It's insane.
0: It it really is insane. It's
1: it's insane. What's happening? Again,
0: look, I'm not calling for violence, but I am calling for the security detail of a certain group of people from the World Economic Forum to you know scoop them up and take them to the Hague where they belong and put them on trial because we need your participation at this point.
1: Yes, yes, but I mean, even even if individuals are held accountable, I feel like you said. That, there's a larger apparatus, this hydra, if you will, that if you take out certain tentacles, other ones just grow back there's There's a much larger system, if you will that has allowed these. Kind i would of think there
0: I would think that there would be a little bit of um intimidation there if people started getting scooped up who were um at least the head the head people who are public. Yeah, but I mean, this
1: is this this goes back so long and their tentacles of power entrenched so deep into everything. It's almost like certain a a certain crew of them are almost untouchable. Your Gates, your Fauci, those are always expendable. Like I said, if you know their name, they're not running shit. So I think they've insulated themselves for these many decades, if not hundreds of years by, you know, controlling your universities, your think tanks, your judicial systems, your judges, your lawyers. You know, it's. It just makes it so I think they're kind of untouchable. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know. Right. 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 Something's right. got to give. All right, Take Champions. us home, bro. Yeah, man. This has been another episode. Please be patient with us, ladies and gentlemen, as we get these episodes up. We're going to be, uh, like I said, creating a rumble page for the Conspiracy Farm. And these are going to be posted up on the, that podcast network where they were before. But I can just imagine only over time we're going to get strikes. So we want to push everybody over to... Our rumble page, and that hasn't been made yet, but it'll be made soon. And we'll be dropping at least one, two episodes every week coming to you guys. Still up on Facebook, still up on Twitter, Conspiracy Farm One. And, uh, that's about it. Until next time, folks, stay safe.
0: Peace and so much love. Stay tuned. There will always be more.